This is the Grouse House Podcast. Folks, welcome to the footy with Broden Kelly. I'm your host, Broden Kelly. Today's chat is with Max Viney from a very famous AFL family, but has built his own legacy as a black belt in jiu-jitsu. This is an incredible chat. I love this guy. Until uh, till him and Tom started talking about Dragon Ball Z. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast and you've been with us all year and you're, and you're liking it or if you've just found us, thank you so much. Um, we have spent today building out our live uh, show, what we're bringing out next week. So if you want to come in, we, we think it's going to be really, really fun. It's going to be lots of fun. So la- the two late shows in Melbourne are sold out. Adelaide is all gone. Still tickets in Sydney. A handful of tickets in Melbourne for the two early shows this next week, Wednesday and Thursday at the Corner Hotel. Follow the links uh, to go and see us. It's funny. Until then, enjoy Max. Bounce that pill. Uh, Max, thank you for coming in. No worries. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's a no, pleasure to be here. Nice to, nice to talk to you. I feel like your family, I feel like the people in your family get talked about a lot. Mm. And you're... Not talked about enough. <laughs> so I wanted to get you in and talk. Who's your father? Uh, so my dad is Todd Viney. Who, yeah, um, he played for. He played for the Melbourne Football Club. Uh, played a fair few games there, around two hundred and thirty odd or something yeah. like that. Superstar. <laughs> I wore number twelve. No was, way, yep, really? Yeah, because he was the captain of Melbourne, and oh. I and I was the captain of Black Forest Football Club, <laughs> a primary school football club. So you shared shared a lot of similarities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't wear a bandana. <laughs> But similar. yeah, that's right. Toddy did wear the yeah. uh, the headband. Yeah, he? yeah. he's a good looking rooster in his day. Your dad. He was all right. He had the frosted tips for a little bit there yeah. as yeah. well. So and then he was also a tennis coach for uh, Pete. Someone, uh, Ma Philippousis. Philippousis. Right. Yeah, yeah. He was a full tennis that's coach. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So dad, dad played a bit of uh, you know professional tennis himself, and then yeah, was coaching tennis players as well. And was he a good tennis player, or had he never played tennis before? And Mark Philippoussis was had, <laughs> just, had problems. Yeah, just needed some someone <laughs> to step in. Nah, I think I think Dad was pretty solid in his own right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not sure the the talent pool in South Australia back when <laughs> yes. when he was coming up, but yeah. I'll give him the credit and say say he was a good tennis player. Yeah. And then um, in turn, that I I looked at the numbers that would make your brother Jack the vice captain of the Melbourne Football Club. Yes. And the hardest nut in the league. Yeah, no, he's, he's a tough son of a bitch, isn't he? <laughs> but then you're, you don't play football, at least yep. anymore, yep. but you are a black belt jiu-jitsu competitor. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I'm a black belt in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and, and compete pretty frequently in the sport as well. Yeah, so if you go to maxvinyjujitsu.com, you can look at everything that Max does, but you train... Uh, you you train jujitsu and you teach jujitsu. Yep, that's right. Yeah, so I've been I've been training the sport for nearly eleven or so years now. How old are you? Uh, I'm 26. Yeah. So you've been teaching jujitsu since you were 15. I've been teaching jujitsu since I was probably around 17, 18. Oh my God. Mm. Started off teaching kids, and for the past you know five, six years or so, I've been mostly in in adults. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Teaching the craft. And um and you also teach some AFL players. Jiu-jitsu or grappling skills for AFL, is that yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, starting my own sort of brand in, in Max Viney Jiu-Jitsu uh, and obviously had that connection with the footy world. Yeah. Um, and I did, yeah, did play a little bit growing up, mm-hmm. you know, nothing nothing spectacular. It wasn't in the TAC Cup or anything like that, but <laughs> like to think I know a little bit about footy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, kind of saw a connection between- Where did, where did you play? What position? Uh, I kind of got put- 
a little bit on ball, a little bit uh, kind of like a goal sneak. Yep. But then uh, toward, I played a, a, my last year of footy in year 12 and uh, my, my role was mainly as a tagger <laughs> yeah, because right. I was doing jujitsu at the same time. And yeah. I was quite, you know, I'm a shorter guy. Yeah. But uh, they used to put me on the kind of yeah. better players, you know, huge guys because I kind of wasn't afraid to sort of get stuck in. and Mate, the tagger yeah. is back. Yeah, in a yeah, big way. A, yeah, As of right, this yeah. weekend yeah. that we're yeah. talking, Nick yeah. Dacos was tagged Huge. out of the game. Yeah. So you, if you wanted, you could you could put a black belt on head on the ground and then just take out the best players <laughs> in the league. That's it. That's the goal, mate. Um, so <laughs> when you say you went to school, you're talking about because sorry, I'm going to show my nuffiness here. Are you talking yep. about like a or Are you talking about Adelaide? Uh, so I I spent a few years in a growing up. I was quite young though. Yeah. Um. Then we moved to to Melbourne for another couple of years. Then to Adelaide for two years. Then back to Melbourne. Yeah. For, for even more years. So that was in Melbourne. That's yeah. like me, man. I, oh, I, really? I I'm from Melbourne, but I grew up in Adelaide for a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. And then moved back to Melbourne. Um. Did you ever have villies? Vill- yeah. I, I had one or two villies. Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. Well, I wanted to mainly talk to you about. Jiu-jitsu, but then also, you know, your whole your whole life and everything. Yeah, like that. sounds good. So why, where did jiu-jitsu come from? If you're 15, where did jiu-jitsu come from? Yeah, so like obviously I'd, I was playing footy because it was just the family business at the time, but mm. I'd also uh, done like a little bit of other martial arts and like karate as mm-hmm. well. And, uh, you know, I had a place in Melbourne. We were moving around a lot yep. and it was hard to find, you know, like every karate place has like, you know, different style and yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. Really, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't find somewhere that was the same thing. Is is Australian karate for the most part just like I when I picture karate I did karate when I was like five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like just kind of dudes who watched <laughs> karate kid in the eighties and then for sure. just, and then like started up their own kind of thing. Yeah. How much of it is like legit karate? Look, I, I, I'm not the guy to talk about. <laughs> I know a lot about the jiu-jitsu scene, yes. but in terms of like traditional martial arts like karate and taekwondo, I know very little about yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, I uh, I was had a neighbor in Melbourne at the time, and I was looking to get back into some form of martial arts. And they said, "Come try this this martial art. It's called jujitsu. It's like it's pretty full on." I was like, "Oh, you know, sounds mm. sounds interesting." And so I went to a, a class around fourteen, fifteen, and um, yeah, just fell in love with the sport and have been doing it ever since. So for the layman, firstly, I just want to point out, um, Tom, he's wearing a. Dragon Ball Z shirt. I had I had questions, but I was going to reserve them to like the last. A three man, minutes, a man of know? culture. I said, thank <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, thank yeah. you for noticing. He's, have you gone Saiyan? Uh, I like to think at some point I have gone Super Saiyan. <laughs> That's great, but you know the hair hasn't changed color just yet. <laughs> we will get we will get some Dragon Ball Z questions yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. But firstly, can now I know I obviously know. <laughs> <laughs> but what is jujitsu? Because some of our audience, they won't know. 100%. Guilty. Yeah. I, oh, no. I, I definitely know. <laughs> I, I've practiced this question a few times. No, so um, jujitsu, it's a it's a grappling-based martial art. So there's not actually any punching or kicking. Mm-hmm. Shares more similarities with like your Olympic wrestling and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so there's a few kind of key aspects to the sport. You start against a, a standing opponent. You got to try and close the distance to, to that opponent. Then you got to take them to the ground through wrestling and 
and judo and it's kind of like a mixture of other stuff when you say you have to get close to them what is it what is it like oh, you want to hit them you want to make contact in the right angle or yeah so kind of like when you're approaching a tackle you know you might go for the hips the legs or the right, upper body right. you can kind of choose where you want to go but they're going for you as well which exactly yeah. Right, yeah. I imagine. yeah so <laughs> a bit of offense bit of defense and yeah then once you get the guy to the ground you kind of uh, you want to get a, a strong position to pin the guy to the floor mm. um, and then from there you start looking for things like uh, joint locks or choke holds and then so that's called a submission yeah and then that kind of finishes the fight uh from there awesome um, so that's kind of jiu-jitsu in a nutshell where really. is jiu-jitsu from it's it's uh, started in japan Japanese, uh, right. yeah so uh, but then it was kind of not stolen but uh, taken by brazilian sort of immigrants who were in japan yeah mm -hmm. back to back to brazil um and it was kind of developed by the gracie family which you know a lot of people have heard about the gracies and it was kind of modernized and um yeah modernized into this sport based on defending themselves in brazil which was a pretty rough and tumble place yeah. you know back when jiu-jitsu was coming up so mm. you can find old footage on uh youtube of um you know the gracies used to go to other gyms other martial arts gyms and challenge them and say our form of fighting is better than your form of fighting and so they called it dojo storming. And so you would just go <laughs> dojo storming. Yeah, you would you would go to this, you know, whoever it was, and basically challenge the the head owner or or teacher to a fight. Mm. Um, and it was their way of showing that Brazil Brazilian Jiu Jitsu was the superior form of of fighting and self defense. Yeah. How fighting. long ago was this? Is this like eighties? It's what? a good question. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't give you. It's yeah. like yeah, around sort of you know either early nineties or eighties. So yeah, they yeah. just. Is there documentaries about this that people can yeah, watch? Yeah. I genuinely would love that. Uh, yeah. Have you ever watched Ip Man? I, no, IP Man. Yeah. Have you ever watched is it, it? Is it Ip Man? I think it's <laughs> Ip Man. I believe yeah. so. Is it about a man going around and pitching television ideas and owning the concept? No, no, no. Like that's that's a funny idea. But this is a common theme in those movies. Mm. You go and you the main, the dojo. The main antagonist is like, he will go to other schools and fight or schools will come to him yeah. and try and fight like the head of that. Yeah. It's very interesting, very cool. Yeah. So you have, do you have a dojo? Yeah, it's, we, don't, we don't call it a dojo. It's just a gym. Call it a dojo. Uh, I know. It's way cooler, right? It's like from Barbie as well. Have you seen Barbie yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dojo, mojo, yeah, dojo, yeah, yeah. casa house. I've had a few players though. They go, oh, you know, seeing what you're doing like, I'd love to come stop by the dojo at some point. I'm like, mate, you don't have to call it a dojo. Like, it's just a gym. So if someone came to you at your gym, or slash, but we dojo. know it's a dojo. Yeah, let's, let's call it a dojo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and said, hey, I want to challenge you for this dojo. <laughs> what would you do? Uh, I would humbly accept their challenge. You no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it doesn't happen so much these yeah. days. Um, there are kind of stories of like early when the sport came to Australia. Yeah. Uh, there was a few dojo storms still happening and it used to be if I if I beat you I get all your members and yeah. they come to my gym <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> but uh, that yeah that doesn't happen anymore these days unfortunately do, do you ever get sucked into I would I would love to know because my, my my main connection to any martial arts yeah one is like you know occasionally a UFC or something like mm -hmm. that but my main like eighty percent of my connection. Is when my YouTube or TikTok sort of moves towards <laughs> yeah. guy takes down bully yes, or yes. Uh, guy who thinks he's good gets yes. a black belt. <laughs> yeah, fake black belt versus yeah. you know. What's your relationship to those videos when you watch them? Oh, they're they're always so fun to watch. Um, like you go on kind of like you're saying you go on late night tangents like yeah. street yeah. fight videos and and stuff like that. So. Um, 
They, they weren't the reason why I got into the sport, but yeah. especially Jack as well. Like we, we've always liked yes. watching those kind of videos yeah. on YouTube yeah, and classic. stuff. No, that's that, there's that one from like early YouTube where yeah. there's a guy and he just very slowly starts to take off his watch and like hands his wallet and keys to his partner <laughs> and then just like pulls this full like- Yes, yes. What, like a praying mantis yes, kind of situation yeah, yeah. and then just slowly starts like yes. crab walk towards a guy. Yeah. Very good footage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, they're unreal viewing. We should make up a fake one where I'm like starting you. Yeah. I'm like in Paran and then you <laughs> and then you take and I'm like saying awful things. Yeah. I'm like, Barbie's bad and yeah. you know, and stuff and then we can that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Love to stage a fight. So who are the best at jujitsu in the world? What what who what country and then what like where are the best people at so Probably by far, like it's called Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. The Brazilians are still very, very dominant. Uh, uh, I thought you were then- gonna say Argentinians. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so the Brazilians and then um America as well is is huge at the moment. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the top Brazilian guys have opened up schools in America. So, um, you know, you're seeing a lot of top competitors from there. But Australia is uh, really holding its own on, on the international scene yeah. as well. We've got a couple of guys... Who are, who are performing really well overseas. So Australia is no joke when it when it comes to the sport either, the, which is good. What are the Australian guys? Uh, oh, there's a few, but the, the kind of main ones that are doing well overseas at the moment is a, a guy called uh, Craig Jones. and That's a very unassuming name. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, lo- you love him. <laughs> he's- oh, this guy called Craig Jones. I'm not afraid of him. <laughs> and then bang. He's he's known as the best shit talker in jiu-jitsu. Really? Uh, yeah, so- was there uh, a Conor McGregor kind of in the in the word? No, he's he's just typical Australian. Like the harder you try at this thing, and the more serious you are, the more I'm going to take the piss out of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's and good. And Brazilian yeah. Americans don't know how to deal with that, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he just gets in everyone's head, kind of rent free. So, but he's also very good at the sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's probably one of the the, if not the main guy overseas yep. doing well at it. And how do you? How do? What are the attributes? Like when I was, if I was talking about AFL, yeah, you'd say height, speed and skill yep. of the three that I've just decided. Probably around that. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jack is not not tall. any of them. <laughs> yeah, no. he's, uh, he's pretty good at all of them, yeah. but the main one just is- Just lacking And then the bashing. Bashing yeah, is bashing. the fourth yeah, one. Yeah. The fourth one. Bit about you. Um, <laughs> yeah, bit of, bit of, bit of bloody, uh, bloody- Z factor. To, <laughs> <quote Stuart, laughs> to quote Stuart, to show a bit of fucking fight. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. What are the what are the key areas that would make someone a good jujitsu fighter? Um, oh, look, jujitsu. I don't. I don't think it's as clear in jujitsu as like uh, if you if you're over six foot, you're gonna yeah. crush it because we we fight in weight divisions. Oh yeah. So it's not kind of everyone in the one pool. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, but the same same thing. Your, your natural ability to pick up and mimic other techniques you see is is a big thing. Jujitsu is kind of like. Mimicking is a big part of it. Well, you know, you know, if you pick up sports easily, you know, people who play basketball and they can translate to footy really yeah, easily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that same ability goes well in jujitsu. But wow. it's your same thing. Like your competitive drive, you you kind of you're not scared of getting roughed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you, you know, if you ha- if you had to pick tall mm-hmm. or short. Typically, they say taller is better. Really? really? Yeah. Because I would have assumed it was the other way around. Yeah. Well, yeah. They say if you've got longer limbs, you can kind of tangle people up a little right. bit more. Um, but there are benefits to being shorter. Because, so yeah, when I used to and- wrestle people at school. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. I would often get destroyed by shorter people. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? Yeah, because I'm a bit- Core strength. I'm very tall and I'm- We can uncurl, get low. We can get, get low. <laughs> yeah. They sort of use the weight well and I would just tumble over and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, to me, being being shorter, is it's, it's a superpower. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I wish I was six foot. You, I, I've got to, I've, <laughs> as I've been talking to you, Max, uh, recently we had Max Lynch from Hawthorne and Brody Meyer check in here. Yep. And I've just realized I've got to stop bringing in like muscly dudes. Because <laughs> just, just, Max is sitting here just like these, you know, just just ready to go. Yeah, and, and makes me feel inferior. You're you're a big fella yourself. You uh, look like you could do some uh, damage. I'm powerful. I'm powerful. <laughs> I go to anytime fitness. Um, uh, okay, but you, I want. What was the? I saw recently looking up your stuff that you mm. fought at. Um, do you say fight or compete? Ah, oh, fight, compete. Fight, yeah, yeah, either or. Fort compete, we'll call it. Okay. Um, at North, at uh, Thornbury uh, Theatre? Thornbury Theatre, yeah. What was a, that for? So that was an event called the Fusion Fighting Championships. Yep. Um, so it was in an octagon like you see at the UFC, mm. um, but my match in there was a, a grappling match. So we, we, I wasn't in a UFC fight, I was in a jiu-jitsu match, um, but it's a bit different to your typical competition because all of a sudden you've got the cage and you've got to learn how to wrestle against the fence and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah it's horrifying. Does um, the cage hurt? Nah, nah. Really? Nah. Nah. It's- I guess if you're getting choked to death. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> got, that, you got the adrenaline kind yeah. of pumping through yeah. your system. You don't know. It's like, oh, that feels rough on my back. Because yeah. I grew up loving rest- WWE wrestling. Me too, right? mate. I Me loved too. it yeah. heaps. And um, I recently, I didn't wrestle, but I was in a match for Melbourne City Wrestling with the other Donna guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'd always picture when you bounce off the ropes that it's really like a trampoline. Yeah. I thought the whole thing would be more like a trampoline yeah, because yeah. I, my, most of my wrestling had been done on trampolines. Yeah, of course, yes, yeah. of course. When you're bouncing against a rope, it canes. Yeah, it's yeah. not comfy. Hey? It hurts my back. So mm. I can only imagine. And then the floor is brutal. Yeah, we're, we're lucky in jiu-jitsu. That's like usually a pretty padded floor. Mm. Um, oh, right. But I think those those wrestling guys, it's just like canvas. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It's pretty. They made me, they call it taking a bump where you just hit the ground, hit yeah. your back and you try and spread out as much of the um, surface as possible. So yeah. your weight's distributed. Well, yeah. it's fu- funny you mentioned that because I've, I've actually, um, I've the past like six to eight months, I've gone out of my way to try and become... Uh, like qualified as a stunt person. Oh yeah, as well. yeah, great. And so that's a that's a huge part of it. Learning how to fall and fall yeah, correctly no. on any surface. You know. Do, so. do you know who you'd be a great a great stunt double for? Who? Jack Viney. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. But then also you're a, you could be like a Tom Cruise or like a, a leading man situation. Yeah, if only that asshole didn't do all of his own no, stunts. No, you know. Yeah, but he broke his foot once. He's getting older. I yeah. know. Yeah. Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah, that's a great flick. We're just talking yeah. about it. It's awesome. Awesome, it's awesome movie, yeah. Um, where were you doing stunt training? Oh, uh, just out of a place. It's basically just a shed. That's uh, the best ones. Yeah. yeah. The sheds. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we try and stay safe, but it's- Yeah, no. no, no it well, depends. The whole, <laughs> that whole medium is not being safe. Or yes. It's like people think that it's like, oh, well, he jumped out of a building on fire. That must have been- Nah, it's like- must, it, Yeah, he it's jumped out risky, of a building yeah. on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no two ways around it. No. <laughs> and that Black Panther, oh, the guy who stunt double for Black Panther was just saying jumping off cars and hitting the road and stuff. He's like, you just got to do yeah. it as best you can. The way yeah. I've been described, it's like taking a wreck. It's like sometimes you just got to eat shit, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's totally. what you're there for. Talking about wrestling, there's a wrestler called Ricochet. Oh, okay. He jumped up against Logan Paul. Oh, and yeah. And they- I heard they had a good match. It wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul's a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah I heard right. he's talented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they jumped off the ropes and into each other midair at full speed. And then he's they they, they, they apparently they told Logan Paul, like, "This is just one of those grit your teeth and close yeah. your eyes." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, when I this is why I respect what you do is because I went to Bailey Nelson 
to get my eyes tested. And they were like, you've got a hole at the back of your eye. Oh, mm. yeah. And I had to go to the eye and ear hospital immediately. Yeah. And I went there and they said, oh, it's healed over. But have you been on a roller coaster recently? And I was like, no. <laughs> and they were like, have you, what have you done? I was like, I was in a wrestling match and I fell on the ground. They're like, yeah, don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm a sweet little boy who can't, who can't take <laughs> your any. Your eyes are damaged. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's hard. It's hard shit. We've tangented to wrestling. But, um, <laughs> what are your goals for jujitsu? Uh, you know, like, uh, so I received my black belt a couple of years ago and, and thank you very much. Once you get that, it's, you know, there's not really much nowhere else it. to go. Mm. There's no rainbow belt after that. So, <laughs> um, you know, my goal is to just keep improving at the sport. Like I, I still love training at it and, and I like competing. So, um, still try and, and collect as many titles as I can either, yes. you know, nationally or internationally. Yep. Um, and then also I'm, I'm really enjoying my, my coaching side of things with, yeah. you know, Max Viney Jiu Jitsu. So I've just really been enjoying uh, working with athletes from different sports yeah. uh, and also just individuals from different walks of life who, who want to learn the art. So. How good is coaching? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it I is good. It. It's, I didn't think I realized how much of a skill in itself it is. Mm. Um, how, what, did, what did you learn about coaching? What do you think? That- like when I first started actually coaching other people how to do the sport, um, it was like, oh, all right, show them this basic move. And I could tell them what I was doing, yeah. but they're, they're not me. Yes. So yeah. putting it in a way that someone can understand, um, you know, like layman terms or, or whatever, uh, was something that I found really interesting kind of picking up. And even even to this day, it's you find stuff that works for the majority of the people, but there's always those outlier cases yeah. mm-hmm. and you've got to, got, got to come up with a new way to, to get the information across. Yeah. So And that in turn makes you better at the sport yourself yeah. in a lot of ways because your understanding kind of gets deeper. You yeah. find different personality types respond to different things yes. as well. Like- yes, some people really like to get pushed yeah. and they mm-hmm. like that kind of drill sergeant mentality. Yeah. Um, but also a lot of people don't really like that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they... They need a little bit more leeway, a little bit more encouragement. Yeah. Um, and I think a good coach is someone who, who recognizes that yeah. uh, in different people that they work with and, mm. and doesn't just try and shoehorn one form of coaching into everyone. Have you, how, your students, how far have they gone? Are there some very high level ones? Uh, so majority of my, my like students or <laughs> clients are people who are, you know, just starting their journey in the sport. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I like to think that they make progress really quickly. Mm. Jiu-Jitsu is a sport where it's, we always tell people like, don't expect to understand this quickly. Yeah. Like yeah. you're going to suck at this for, for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I like to think I help people get past that sucking bit yeah. a little bit quicker. Does it, is it like <laughs> changing your brain a bit or how, and why is it so hard to I think because, it, because it's just, it's your, at the end of the day, you judge yourself when you spar someone yeah. and you are going pretty much 100% trying to, get a, a submission, mm. which is like do some serious damage to someone. Yeah. And so all of a sudden adrenaline and that kind of primal sort of f- flight or fight response gets activated. Yeah. So it's not so much about like a golf swing. You can teach someone under no pressure. Yeah. They just got to swing it. Mm-hmm. But if you got someone who's trying to like tackle you while you swing in a golf club, that's a little bit harder. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I think that's what makes it hard is that not only do you need to understand the technique and the moves, which can be complicated yeah. in their own right, but now do it while someone's trying to do it to you. Yeah. yeah. And and that's hard to uh, initially for a lot of people. So do people in that instinct, like in in a moment of conflict, do they, is, is what you instinctively go to do often wrong and you have to teach someone when they're at 10 stress level to not do that? Yeah, absolutely. Like you teach someone a move um, 
and you know we we kind of practice it for repetitions and that's with that's just to learn the steps yeah and then usually what we like to do is we put it in like a a certain situation of sparring where mm. we don't we don't start all the way at the start of the match we start just at the position we're working and then once you've practiced that with a little bit of resistance then you go into full sparring and then that's when you try and hit the technique but if you go from just practicing it with no resistance and then try and do it in full sparring you'll nearly you'll nearly never do the move because yeah. mm. you just you're not used to you know you're going from a 0 to a 10 mm. incremental growth yeah exactly yeah. that's I, it i've learned that with sports in general honestly 100% like in in isolation i can handball the ball but then i remember playing yeah. footy as a kid and then suddenly not being able to handball yeah. <laughs> like, cuz someone's trying to kill me yeah, absolutely <laughs> i think i think it's uh, you know a form of training that can um, you know, benefit a lot of other sports. Mm. Um, so, no, you're absolutely right in that. Some sports fall, you know, prey yeah. to that as well. They just kind of skip it all. Yeah. I mean, I know that with stage as well, right, is when you're performing and doing comedy and, and something happens in the moment. Right. The best thing to do is to have your heart rate just to be as simple as possible right. and to allow the moment yes. and allow the pause. Mm. Yes. But often what you do in a moment is immediately respond with the first thing that comes to your head and yeah. then often you regret that. Yeah, It's about <laughs> exactly. being as calm, as controlled as you can yes. possibly be in a room. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, And that takes practice, right? A hundred percent. And it's something that you like, you can go into a thinking, I'm going to do this oh, and, yeah. you, and it doesn't happen. And then yeah. one yeah. day, it's just repetition really, isn't right. it? That eventually you find yourself in that situation, you're fully comfortable, you fully feel yep. at home yep. and, you, and you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's very interesting. I found that with a lot of footy players as well, to be honest. Like when I teach them kind of, you know, whatever I'm teaching them, the way that they're brought up in footy is always like give 110%, Mm. like run through the guy, like do it fast, do it quick. Yeah. And I so often when I'm teaching these guys, um, you know, whatever I'm teaching them, it's like just slow down. Like there's Mm. no, this isn't a competitive scenario yet. Let's build up first. Let's like start slow, understand the technical side of things, commit it to the subconscious so that, you know, like you're saying, you don't have that. Why did I do that moment? Yeah. Mm. You just you stay calm. You do what you train. Slow is better. Yeah, hundred exactly. percent. Um, out of the ones, out of the AFL players you've trained with, on mm. that, who would you? Who blows you away with like how strong they were, or just like or their? I mean, they're all incredibly strong. Like sure. especially the midfielders. Like you're saying that that ideal body type. It's like over six foot and just lean, muscular, mm. agile. Like they're all pretty unreal athletes. In terms of like who picked up the technical side of things, like the quickest, yeah. um, I would say probably like Scott Pendlebury is a, is a oh, guy really? who comes to mind. Like he generally picked it up pretty quick. Well, he's he is one of the, when you're talking about someone who's good at all sports, you get that vibe from him, don't you? Yeah, he's he's got that reputation about him, doesn't he? Yeah. Basketball background, they call yes. it. Yes, yes, the old baller background. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of like raw strength, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, Petrak is a pretty strong guy. He, <laughs> yeah, he, when you see him in person, you're like, damn. <laughs> He's got very thick legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing it. We recorded this on the day in the North Melbourne game, and he just, at one point, just just realized, I'm not going to get tackled. Yeah. <laughs> and then just sort of- What just, if I just stood up? Yeah, what if I just don't, what if I just ignore them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like they're bullies at Scott, I'm yeah. just going to ignore them. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's very interesting. So, are, are football players like this coming to you just for a different way to stay fit and stay strong and other skills <clears throat> to learn? Or directly related to their football? Uh, yeah, look, I, I think it's directly related to their football. Yeah, right. The, the thing I love about grappling, I, I don't say I teach them jiu-jitsu because um, jiu-jitsu typically is just on the ground. Yeah. I say grappling because it's a much broader term and yep. encompasses like wrestling and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, every footy player is different. Some of the guys want to do it just for like a movement-based workout on their yeah. off days just yeah. to keep the body moving. Some guys want to do it specific for tackling scenarios, yeah, yeah, right. you know, which we can do yeah. and which I have done with a few of the guys. Um, and then other guys want to learn actual just jujitsu, yeah. like the martial arts. So someone mm. like Luke, Luke Davies Uniaki from, from North Melbourne, he really loves just the sport of jujitsu. Yeah, right. So, you know, we chuck the gi on, which is the suit you kind of wear. Um, and, and he's a, obviously a white belt. He's just started out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, we do the jujitsu side of things. Some guys, you know, if, if they want to do it for aerobic capacity, yeah. we can do that, yeah. you know, so. How fit do you have to be for jujitsu? Jiu-jitsu is an interesting one in or and and rap wrestling grappling in general where it's it's not just like running to your aerobic capacity it's kind of it's that as well as your muscular endurance as well oh, yeah. so like your forearms start to burn and fatigue cuz you're trying to hold on to people and yeah. you know everything kind of gets sore so i don't i don't think anything quite mimics grappling yeah. and, and jiu-jitsu which is why i think it's another benefit for these guys as well when i did boxing training i spewed Yes. So um, do you get a lot of spewies? Yes. Couple of spewies, yeah. 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 Yep. But it's about coming back is what That's my, is what my trainer up. said. Mm. Yes. You spew and then you come back. Did you go back? I did. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. good. I think LDU is having his best season, so yeah, I attribute nah. that to you. Yeah, look, I'll claim it. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking efficiency through the roof. Oh, it's fine. That's the, no, that's the number one thing. Like, Protractor comes up, he's like, I was like, oh, hey, mate, do you mind if I post this video of, of what we're doing? He's like, yeah, no worries. like, you know, can you teach me how to kick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, Same with Jack, to be honest. He needs. <laughs> uh, yeah. But also Petrak is like, yeah, I want to learn how to, can I implement this into a delicious spaghetti uh, tuna situation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He loves his TikTok. He is, yeah. yeah. He's big on his, I love his cooking stuff. I, I actually, like have, I'm going to cook his uh, tuna spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, you're actually going to follow through? Because I'm just, uh, ter- I, I save him. Yeah. And I never, I'm not, I'm not going to cook that. <laughs> well, I bought the ingredients, so I haven't cooked it. I, I did his pads for you. Oh, very wow. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, right. Was yeah. it actually good? Yeah. It was healthy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and then he did a vodka a vodka pasta. Wow. Yeah. I first time I saw him doing like, why why are you doing this? I think and then he eventually has I was passion like, for it, right? But then but then I was saw one I was like, I could cook that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the tuna one is literally get some cans of tuna, cut up some onion and garlic, and then put the things in. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. And I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> so if Tom and I came to you mm. next week and said Yes. We want to learn. Yes. What What would it look like? Uh, so you'd come come to the gym. Um, Challenge and, you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and basically, you know, I, I start off with moving kind of on the ground is a, a little bit different to moving on your feet in like a boxing sort of stance. Yeah. Because you know you have to worry about keeping someone off of you, so you can't just put your hands on the ground and, and stand back up. So learning, you know, a few fundamental movements is important when we start out. So getting um, up off the ground without yeah. using your arms? Or? Yeah, like more using your elbows oh, and, wow. you know, other parts of your body. Um, and then from there, probably start you off with one of the fundamental positions in something like, it's called closed guard. Um, so, you know, if you're on your back learning how to reverse the position, because, you know, if it's a self-defense scenario, you want to be on top. You don't want to be yeah. caught underneath if someone's trying to hit you. Yeah. Um, so we might learn a sweep, which is, you know, you go from bottom to top, that's a sweep. And then we'd probably finish the session off with learning one or two submissions, maybe an arm lock called a Kimura or a Americana. And then or an probably Aussie, a, Aussie with egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a Hawaiian. Uh, and then probably like a rear naked choke as well is, you know, that's and the finish, I like to finish off with the rear naked choke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Personally. What is a rear naked choke? 
Uh, that's that's the kind of classic, like, you know, headlock from behind a guy right. and squeeze him until he yeah, goes Jesus. unconscious. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm, that, I kind of want to come do it. Yeah, absolutely. You should come do it. Um, yeah, but I'm worried I'll be too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is one oh, of my concerns as yeah, well. Yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. Um, I want to, before you go, I want to talk to you a little bit about growing up in it. You are in a football family. Yes. And this is a footy podcast. Yeah. Mm. So I, I want to kind of know what it was like growing up with a footy dad and then having and then being around footy so much. Mm. What is it like? Or is it just you don't know any different? I think I had a different experience to Jack because from a young age, he was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's going to play footy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember talking about him when he was 15. <laughs> yeah. Melbourne <laughs> put him up on a – you don't have to say anything about this. Melbourne put him up in a press conference when I think he was potentially two. Yeah. Like, it was like, I know, but legitimately maybe 14. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, are you ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> like, he had like a coiffe, like a big mop of hair. And yeah, little... like big fringe and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, I I probably wasn't, I, well, yeah, I definitely yeah. wasn't the same as him. Like I played footy and I was okay. Um, but, I, you know. I Wasn't your vibe. It wasn't my vibe. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I was a shorter kid. I was way undersized. I was like. You know, this sucks. I'm just getting this shit yeah. kicked out of me every week. Mm. Um, and so, like, I would always watch, especially when Jack got into the AFL, you know, it was pretty rough because dad was also working at the club at the same time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that relationship between him and, and dad was sometimes hard because Strained or, it's yeah. work yeah. and family. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we're all ex- extremely close, but- you know, back in those days, Melbourne was getting cane. I, yeah. I want to talk about that, Max, because like, yeah, like your dad was at the club in mm. a really important role, and I think he even had to become caretaker coach for a period. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and your brother was in that, and they were just getting pumped. Yeah. And, and neither of their fault. No, They've no. both clearly gone on to prove that it was not their, and like we're grateful that they stuck around through yeah. that. Um, how much is that? Ref- like, how much does that come home to the family? I mean, you can't. It can't help but come back to the house, yeah. you know, mm. and. Uh, you, yeah, like you'd come home after hundred point wins, and this like I almost despised footy a little bit. I think because oh, yeah. of the way that it impacted my family. Yeah, totally. And it was you know dinner dinners were a little quiet and awkward, mm. and we'd eventually start talking about the game, and then it was like everyone had their two cents. Oh yeah. And then it just you know was kind of chaos. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I was, I was able to be kind of like a bit of a break from footy for, for my family. Oh, cool. You know, because I was doing other stuff at the time. I'm, yeah. You know, a bit, bit of an outcast. So, <laughs> like, you know, me and Jack could play video games together. We could watch Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z together. Like, we could do anything other than talk about footy. And yeah. same with my old man. Um, but nowadays, it's, you know, it's everyone's kind of learned how to deal with it. And, yeah. you know, we're a really close family. So As I said, we record today and I messaged him when his dad was beating his son by 40 points. Crazy. And I, and I thought our season was over. <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah, but no... Uh, um, what does your mum do? She she's a, like a counsellor at uh, Melbourne Girls Grammar. Oh yeah, or right. Melbourne Girls College. I yeah, can't yeah, remember one which of one it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so she works there, and yeah, like you're saying, uh, you know, dad was is the Viney Derby North Melbourne versus <laughs> Melbourne Demons, um, and and North were getting up, but you know that, that Jack and dad weren't at each other's kind of throat about who's going to beat who. It's you know it's very lighthearted, yeah, 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 yeah. just ribbon jokes at each other, and. How was it when we won the flag in 2021? That was that was unreal. Like Were you that. here? Uh, yeah, because it was COVID, right? Yeah. It was in Perth. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't get to go to the game, but I think it was a really special moment for both Dad and Jack, um, you know, because Jack was kind of thrusted into a leadership role very, very early on at the club. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, didn't kind of, we didn't get up there as quick as maybe we wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for it to finally come full circle and for all the work Jack and you know, Todd yeah. had put in, mm. uh, you know, to get a premiership, it was, it's kind of like a big sigh of relief, big weight off the shoulders, you know? Yeah, weight off the shoulders, yeah. yeah, I can, yeah. That's how I felt as a guy who does nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was totally. like, okay, now I've seen that, now I've done that. It's yeah. Completely, well, yeah. That's sick. Um, yeah. I want to give him some Dragon Ball questions. All right, I'll go one Dragon Ball Z question. For yeah. You. So I love Dragon Ball Z. Good man. And I like Dragon Ball a lot. Yeah. I've never got any of the sequels to work. So, are you into GT? Are you into Super? Yes. Have you watched any of them? Which ones are good? Yes. Uh, I haven't watched all of GT, yeah. but I, I love some of the characters from GT. Right. What's GT? Uh, GT is like, like an off spin. So, what they did, Brandon, is Dragon Ball standard. <laughs> How long you Dragon, got? Dragon, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is standard as well. Yeah. And then there's post-Dragon Ball Z, there's several different storylines. That come off the original Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Yeah. So, in one of them, Goku's yes. dead. And it's Goku's dead oh, is, for the whole I, I, thing. is this multiverse shit? It's sort, sort of, of yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's like that canon versus non-canon yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So GT. Very Japanese. Yes. And yeah. I find it very confusing and I've never got into it. So that's what I'm asking yeah. Max. Yeah. So I did like GT. Yeah, I have great. watched a little bit of Super. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like the original kind of holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. Just because that's what we watched growing up. Yeah, and, 100%. Yeah. No, I'm a bit, big fan of Dragon So many moments. When Trunks cut up Freezer. Huge. That was like one of the biggest moments of my childhood. Yeah. Trunks. What? Who's Trunks? He's the son of Vegeta. Who's come from the future. Do you know Vegeta? I've had it at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little joke there, guys. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and he's the son and he cut up. Well, he came, he traveled back in time. He's a time traveler. To warn Goku about the androids. Yeah. And then Freezer came early in this timeline. Yeah. So he had to cut him up with his sword. Yeah. No one else has a sword as well. Just yeah. Trunks. It's pretty cool. Trunks yeah. is my favorite. Yeah, he's pretty badass. Is this yeah. in is this in Z Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, this is. Is Dragon he your favorite of all time, Trunks? I think so. I did around the Cell Saga. I had a big, um, what's his name? Goten. Yes. No. Is that the, the son's name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm you got Gohan. Gohan. Yeah. I was a big Gohan fan around the yep. Cell stuff. Yeah. But I think looking back, have you ever watched the movies? Yes. Yeah. His, I've the a lot history of, the of Trunks. Yep. Is one of my top ten favorite films. I nice. just think it's like. Amazing. Like a lot of the other films are just silly and yes, whatever, yeah. but The History of Trunks is like a lovely film. Yeah. You should watch it. This is this checked out. <laughs> this will be the TikTok. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have one jujitsu question though. For sure. Yeah. Go just, ahead. I've got to get off my chest. Yeah. UFC, is it, is it like a lot of UFC people are from jujitsu? Because when you were explaining it at the start, it sounded like UFC yeah. to me. Yeah, so um, mixed martial arts, which is the sport they train for UFC, um, you know, you got a, a big striking component, which is right. either your Muay Thai or your boxing. Yeah. And then on the ground, because obviously UFC fights go to the ground, that is pretty much jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu um, right. but also a lot of wrestling as well, yeah. which wrestling is getting the guy to the ground. Jiu-jitsu is what you do when you hit hit the ground. Yeah, because so I noticed there's a lot of UFC fighters that that's what they specialize in. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as we can, get them to the ground. Yeah, and th- then go to work. There's a few champions who are, you know, jujitsu specialists yeah. and, and stuff like that, and it's a it's a good strategy against guys who are really strong strikers because yeah. you, it's hard to punch when you, you're on the ground. Do you tap out in jujitsu? Yep, you tap out in jujitsu. Do you do UFC. you yell at them tap out? Tap out, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Say just go to sleep. Go to the sh- <laughs> only dreams. That's great. Hush. Max Viney's slogan: only dreams. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sigma, hey, thank you so much for coming in. No worries. It was a lovely, man. genuinely fascinating can, chat. Can I me. ask you, you one question before yes. we head off? Yes. Now, you're, you're a man of many personas. Yes. Um, and I'm a huge fan of yourself and what you do. Yeah, you've come uh, to a show. Yeah, no, I've been to a few, actually. Have you? Yeah. Anyway, um, if you, if the D's... Uh, like it's a big game. We need this to get into the grand final. Yeah, you know they had McCreary's mum come in before the game. We're getting <laughs> yeah. Brode. We're not getting Brode and Kelly in for the hype up speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of your personas. Which persona are you choosing for the for the hype up speech and why? I would just I'd walk in and it would be it would be me and or in a in a tiny S size Woody t shirt oh. and, <laughs> and a small cowboy hat. And um, I'd look at all the, I'd eyeball them all. This is pre-grand final, right? Yeah. This I fly is- back from London. Yeah. Because we're there. And then I go, I'm in there and I got them. I go, all right, you stick a move. <laughs> you go win them the flag. And then I sort of do a little dance and then Max Gorn's a bit upset and, and confused. And Jack says like, Jack comes and bashes me. Yeah, Jack is trying to like, I don't like this. And then Simon Goodwin's like, you know. Well, look, it's really, you know, very, <laughs> <laughs> very straight bat and it's just an awful experience. But that's yeah. a great question. Yeah. Thank you for nah, that. No worries. Um, head to maxvinyjujitsu.com.au. Uh, I don't think I have that. No, yours. This, okay. There, you go to his home webs, the homepage of his website, maxvinyjujitsu.com. There's a room full of men that he, and then Todd Viney in the background. There, yeah. <laughs> um, standing around. They're all in their uh, gi. Yes. And uh, you just told me you beat them all. Pretty much. (laughs) So that's sick. Uh, Go look at that. Thanks, Max. No worries. Thanks so much for having me, guys.